Ice coffee be be banging though this morning. Hi guys. I love ASMR videos on TikTok. I could watch somebody get dermaplaned and a hydrofacial and a scalp massage literally all day. It puts me right to sleep. I love it. I hope everyone's having a great week. I'm sad April's coming to an end. We love April. I think April is when life starts turning around from the dreary winter before at least me, we have to live through this, um, these Texas summers. Anyway, before I start today's episode, I wanted to give a little reminder because I've gotten really great feedback on it. Book club is in full force. Um, just a reminder, we will start June 1st. Um, so the book for June is ask and it is given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. I went ahead and listed out all of the books for the rest of the year, and I will be putting it out um, quarterly so that you guys, if you want to read ahead, you can, but we will be doing a book a month. So um, coincidentally, June 1st is a Thursday when I release podcasts anyway. So you guys have a little over a month to read Asking It Is Given, and we will talk about it on June 1st. And I really want this to be um, a subject that we can talk to through together. So please DM me any questions you have or your thoughts or moments that you really liked that I can talk about on the podcast. Um, okay. So I've been wanting to do a solo episode on this because I get so many questions about it and it's something too, that I still, um, am always kind of, um, in a trial and error on what works for me. So that is journaling. And I talk about it a lot and I talk about, the journaling and the manifestation and da da da. Cause that's just really what I've been into. And I want you guys to know the basics so that you can do it with me because, um, journaling is a great tool that you can have forever. Um, I think it's basically an effective form of free therapy <laughs> and it's just a really good way to do any inner work or healing that you want to do. I think it's a great way to practice gratitude and mindfulness and staying present and not worrying about the next moment. So there's a lot of different ways you can go about journaling. It really is whatever works for you. I've tried journaling at different times in the day. I've tried freeform journaling. I've tried structured journaling. I've tried morning pages. I've tried a lot. Um, And you just have to do what works for you, what works for your schedule. And then I can give you some tips on habit stacking on, um, things that you're already doing so that you make sure that you're getting your journaling time. in. so let me tell you how to make it a part of your routine. And then I can give you guys some tips on how to start journaling. Um, I think before you start, one of the biggest things I think can, prohibit us from journaling is that inner critic that's in our head saying like, you don't need to do this or your grammar's terrible or no one cares. Or what if, um, these feelings start to come out 
and they don't stop. That's something that prohibits me from journaling sometimes because I think we all do a really good job of, um, keeping everything at bay. And sometimes you can just tell, like, if I think about this topic, it's not going to be a good thing. So I avoid it. Right. And then you end up having to deal with it later. So it's a really good way and a safe space to face a lot of your problems head on. Um, but letting go of that inner critic is so important. And also remembering it's an act of self-love. So having some grace around yourself, not making it be perfect. And then also, I think it's important to set an intention on why you want to journal. What do you want to get out of it? Um, what time works best for you? What technique works best for you? Are you doing it to manifest some things in your future? Are you doing it to work through some past things that you feel are holding you back? Are you doing it to process your day-to-day life? I think it's really important you set that intention. And maybe that's your first journal entry, you guys. So here you go. You just sit down and say, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I want to journal because, and then I think you can start there. That's a really great place to start. Um, it's also important to get a journal that's, this sounds kind of understood, but get a journal that you want to open and that you want to write in. I have a beautiful Christian LaCroix butterfly journal because I love butterflies and I see that thing sitting on my kitchen table and I want to write in it because it's so pretty. So get a journal you like, get a pen you really like, like totally nerd out on your journaling experience so that you want to do it. Um, okay. So making it a ritual and habit stacking is very important because if you are new to journaling, if it's something that's a sticking point with you, I used to be I used to get really in my head about journaling mostly because it was like, what if I, um, talk about something that I have to actually like deal with? It's, it's really easy to just, you know, not deal with your problems. So if you are dreading it for any reason, it's important to put it into your routine in a way that you know will work. And I've talked about habit stacking a million times and about atomic habits, which is actually one of the books that we will be reading in the book club. It's, I think one of my most favorite and most important books that I read with self-help. So, um, with habit stacking, the best way to start a new habit is to identify a habit that you've already established. We've talked about this and then you stack the new habit on top of it. So for me, what works for me in my journaling is morning pages. And that is a technique, um, from the book, the artist way that, it just works for me because I am a morning person. I do my best work in the mornings. I'm most creative in the mornings. And it that is a free form way of journaling where I make a commitment to myself that I will journal for minimum three pages. And three pages, when you're thinking about it, doesn't seem like that much. And then you sit down in the morning and you're like, oh my God. Um, so that can be, it can, it can take some time to kind of get into it. Um, but when I started really focusing on it, a lot of people said, if you don't have anything to write about, sometimes just if you're doing the free form writing, you can write things like, I don't know what to say right now. Or last night I watched, uh, scandal, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't even really matter as long as you're getting into the habit of writing and committing yourself to doing it it'll all fall into place. And and again, with not judging yourself, not every day is, you're not going to have a breakthrough every day. Some days you may talk about what you ate for lunch and about that your mom's driving you nuts. So it, again, take all that 
perfectionism out of it. And it's a self growth tool. Um, so again, with the different types of journaling, um, there's a lot of different ways that you can go about it for if you like, and it doesn't even have to be the morning pages, but if you do like to journal in the morning, um, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but my habit stacking looks like I know I'm going to make a coffee in the morning. And sometimes I do a French press press, which takes, you know, it takes some time and then you have to let it sit. And do you know how long you guys have to let French press sit for three minutes? So if all you can do is three minutes while your French press is sitting there or while your coffee is cooling down from the Keurig, give yourself those three minutes. You got to start somewhere. So, um, and I make myself journal before I have my coffee. It's kind of my, like, you don't get your coffee until you journal. And now it's just, it is what it is. I just know I don't get the coffee until I, I do my three morning pages. Um, so for you, it may be a dedication to writing three pages. It may setting it, maybe setting a timer and doing five minutes, but make sure there is some structure to what you're doing. Otherwise there's no ending point and you'll feel like you have to fill up the whole journal, which you do not. Um, okay. So if you're doing kind of a free form, um, journaling technique and you cannot think of anything and you've tried like, Oh, I watched succession last night and I ate, um, I ate some chicken and it was cool. Start just writing down things that you are grateful for. Gratitude journaling is super, super helpful for me. It overpowers negative emotions. It makes you more compassionate. It can boost optimism. It keeps those things top of mind for you all day as you're going throughout your day so that you have the mindset of, Oh, I get to do this instead of, I have to do this. Um, so I think that's also just a good tool to let yourself off the hook. If I can't think of anything to write today, I'm just going to write what I'm grateful for. And that can again be in long form. It can be bullet points, whatever you need to do to get it written down is good enough for me. And if you aren't grateful for anything, you need to think of some things because I'm sure you have some things that you are grateful for that other people do not have in their life. Um, but if you don't write a list of the things that you want to be grateful for in the future, journaling is a great way to practice manifestation, which we will talk about, um, when we read ask and it is given, cause that is basically the intro to manifestation. So, We'll talk about that more in depth. And I obviously manifesting is a big part of journaling. If that's the route you want to go, which is the route that I do go a lot. Um, cause that works for me. Um, so just one tip about manifesting the best way to manifest for your brain to really understand, um, and to change your way of thinking is to write about it. Like it has already happened. And I do that about once a week. That is a really good check-in for myself. Um, I write, I am so happy that I have such a fulfilling career where I am helping people daily. People are being impacted by my journey. Um, I have a partner who is very understanding and comforting and all of the things that I want in my life, all of the things. 
They can be materialistic. They can be spiritual. I talk about my future children in there. Anything that you want by talking about it, like you already have it, tricks your brain into getting it easier. And that's another thing that we will dive really deep down into when we're talking about manifesting for ask and it is given. Um, so if you don't want to do the free, if the free form isn't writing, isn't working for you, you've tried it, you get really bad writer's block or you get stage fright or you get nervous. I think having a list of prompts can be really, really, really helpful. I think just trying to set yourself up for success in in every way by, um, you know, by doing those things, by having a list of prompts, if you can't think of anything, having those list of things that you're grateful for, having a really pretty journal, make yourself want to get in the habit of doing it because once it's habitual, then you'll be able to really tap into what you want to do. So it may be scary at first to try to be vulnerable and have to write things down, but just really focus on more of the ritual and the habit of it at first. And then everything I think will come later. Um, but here are some good ideas that I have for prompts. If you can't think of anything, um, writing your manifestations in present tense, like I talked about writing a list, just writing lists. I, at the beginning of the year, wrote a list of all the qualities that I love about myself. I wrote a list of all the qualities that I want to emulate in the future. And I did it in present tense. So things like that I feel are holding me back mostly have to do with my ADHD. So, um, part of that may look like, like I have systems in my house where I remain organized. And, you know, even though that's not true right now, I want it to be, um, that's a really good thing. If you are single and you're wanting to manifest a partner, writing down all of those things, I've, that's a practice I've done for years. And I, and again, that's why journaling is really cool. Cause I can look back at that list from 25, 2015 and it looks very, very different. It's a shorter list. I will say <laughs> as you get older, um, you're willing to take some things off the list, like tall, it's unfortunate, but anyway, um, <laughs> writing down a list and being really, 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 really specific, not just kind, compassionate. I wrote things down, like get so excited to see me <laughs> things that are really important to you that bring you joy that you want in your partner. Or as Lauren Bostick from skinny confidential would say, after you write that list of all the things that you want from your partner, do all those things for yourself damn, that's a good way to pour into yourself. I love that a lot. Um, other things that you could do, you could write lists of things that bring you joy. Like I talked about last week with things that give you air, having those lists of things that give you air, things that give you joy that you can look back at. And even if you don't practice anything from the list, like if morning walks are on your daily joy list, even if you don't want to do the the daily walk, sometimes just having a list of things that give you joy, will bring a smile to your face. And that sometimes is enough. Um, other things you could write about are times when you were proud of yourself. That could be a really great free form. Um, just writing about a time where you made yourself proud or you surprised yourself or you got through adversity. And then, um, daily positive affirmations are really great. Um, 
And if you don't know where to start, literally just Google daily affirmations and there will be lists of like three to 500 things. And if you want to pick a new one every week that you do, do that. If you want to do a new one daily, do that, whatever works for you. I sometimes, um, will set a new one like every month or every week and I'll make it, um, I'll write in my alarm on my iPhone. You can, you know, where you can label it, you write your affirmation there. So when you're turning off your alarm in the morning, that's the first thing you see. And then you can have a journal prompt for when you go journal later in the morning. Um, some other different techniques, if what I'm telling you isn't working about the morning, um, the morning pages, you could do the old technique of writing a letter without sending it. If you have something that is bothering you, that you really want to get out, you could write a letter to the younger version of yourself, telling them things that you wish you had known or telling them like, it's all going to work out. I see you. I love you. Um, again, like listing out all the qualities of yourself that you love. Um, I think those are really good places to start and really good prompts. If you can't think of anything, another little small technique I use, if you are a list person, um, just having three different lists of like things going on in your life, just updating um, your journal on your life. And that's a great tool to have. So you can look back and see what was going on. And then kind of a prayer slash gratitude list of things you're super grateful for, thankful for, and then a manifestation list, just an ongoing list of things that you want. And you may look back in a month at that list and say, Oh my God, I did this. This manifestation came true. I worked really hard and look, look what happened. Um, so that's a really great way to check in with yourself and stay in tune with how you're feeling. Um, I think that is a really good start on journaling. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. Again, I think wrapping it all up, the most important things are to have a judgment free zone, make it a ritual, um, do a habit stacking of something that you already do. If you want to journal at night and recap your day, that's really easy. Um, and a way to habit stack that is something that you're already doing every single night is getting in the bed. And so your little prompt can be every night when I get in the bed, I journal for three pages or I journal for, I set a timer for five minutes or 10 minutes. Um, or if you really want to be bougie, if you have, if you want to start incorporating like a little morning or a little evening, um, sleepy time tea, make it in the kitchen and journal while it's steeping. We're all about making it work for you in the time that you have. So that's just a good hack on getting it to be part of your daily routine and then having a judgment-free zone, setting yourself up for success with prompts. Um, if that's something that you need, having those lists of gratitude lists and manifestations are all always important. Um, and I think that should be a good start for you guys. I would love to know how it's going for you. If you try it, um, again, I've been really, really consistent about it throughout the last four months of this year. And it's been really, really helpful as I process things in therapy, as I process things in my songwriting, as I process things on this podcast. Um, and it's a good tool for me to just 
get through and see how I'm actually feeling and actually make myself be vulnerable. So if you're one of those people that likes to bottle things in and you're scared, it's such a good way to just have a little self-love for yourself um, in a really safe way. Like you're, you're writing to yourself. No one's going to read it. Remind yourself that as well. Um, okay. So we've got lots going on. I had a write last week that went really great. I'm excited about my music stuff. Um, I've got some traveling opportunities coming up. So life's looking pretty good y'all. Um, I was going to also remind you, I have a newsletter that comes out. So be sure to go to my website, carolinecraddock.com because I will give updates on there, um, links for anything I'm posting related to the podcast or social media. I'll be doing some really great giveaways. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do one every quarter, um, only for newsletter people. So if you just follow me on social or the podcast, you won't have access to it. So you definitely want to get on the newsletter. Um, and I definitely want to be probably in the fall doing an event. So that's a good way to stay tuned with that. Everyone has been asking me for a Fredericksburg weekend. And I think it's kind of inevitable. I think we have to do it because I still haven't been. So um, I definitely think that would be a really fun activity for us all to do as a Fredericksburg weekend. So um, go to my website. I have a lot of great tools on my website too. I have some like Dallas travel recs, Napa travel recs. I have some good stuff on there. So make sure you're checking that out and you're subscribing to my newsletter. I'll have some recipes on there. They'll go out just some inside info. Okay. You guys have a great week. I hope this was helpful and keep looking up because that's where it all is. I'm just gonna get stronger Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and rate. Keep looking up anywhere you stream your podcasts. And to stay up to date on all my latest episodes, you can follow at KLU Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or on my website at carolinecraddock.com. And always remember, keep looking up because that's where it all is.